When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 169 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Nice. I'm joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. The bad and bougie Willie Sailor. Willie, what's going on, my what's man? What's with the dramatic pause? And, what you, and Steve, Brad, Big Loads, what are you laughing about over there? Dude, it's just just locker Early room. Early morning just, human humor. Just a little, just a little guy talk. Locker right. locker room talk. Just guys um, being dudes. Uh, talking about guys being dudes. This guy made some money last night. Yeah, but you didn't even you didn't even man up and stay up for the game. I couldn't. I couldn't stay up. Willie has the weirdest sleep schedule. It's not that I couldn't stay up. I laying on the couch watching a football game. I fell asleep. That's that's. You know that is the most old man thing that you probably do. I'm old. That is what old people. That is like the official activity of the elderly. They watch. They put on sports games. They sit on their couch and they fall asleep before it ends. I don't know if that's necessarily an old thing though. That is an old thing. I I don't do that. I'm not old. You. My dad does it. You every, wake up at six in the morning. You go to sleep at six at night. I do that's not. Do. I stayed up and watched the entire game. It was very late. That's tough. For you. I was a little. How'd fati- you even make it in today? I'm tough. What can I say? Okay. Um, but you didn't watch. But what we were talking about, um, Clemson, Clemson, Clemson Alabama, Alabama, the evil empire has fallen for this year, but they'll probably win next year, and they'll probably rip off three straight. They'll probably be in the finals every year. <laughs> Why does Nick Saban coach college sports? Uh, because he li- – because um, – it's different. It's a different thing in the NFL. It is different. Uh, You're right. Prima donnas. I don't want to say prima donnas, but I don't know. He has control of guys in in college, right? He holds people accountable. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it was as easy to hold pros accountable. I don't know. Yeah. By, by his own estimation, I think that he said that. If Kyle, you're a control, that? if you're a control freak, I feel like you probably do want to be in college. Yeah. Because I, they're they're grown men in uh. But if you if you are a um, a college coach of any sport, don't you you want to be a control freak, right? Like, yeah, your success, your job depends on wins and losses, and and to do to have your program run the way you want, you need yeah. things going the way you want. Yeah, you got to be a control freak. I, I think. I guess it's like you would think at some point you have the best players every year. You have all the best players. It's like. Do you want? I mean, maybe challenge yourself or something. Take it. You know, it's like that guy plays plays Madden on rookie level. You can bump that up to All Pro. See how it goes. I don't know if you say. I, I mean, I, I definitely see your point. Go All Pro, Nick I Saban. Don't, I don't know. Why, I stole, I stole that. Somebody by else the way. hasn't. That's done not it. my line. Not a lot of not a lot of guys have done it. Made the transition. No, not a lot of guys have done it with this. You know, there's. Yo, that's there's, true. That's what, absolutely 114 true. 114 Division One. I. I guess I just want to see what he did. Who could I don't do? Know, there's like 212 or something. There's there's way too many. There's way more football programs and wrestling programs. That's a sad thing. Clems- he does have you know, Bama. They have money going all over the place. They got all kinds of money. What if Saban came right here to Austin, Texas? Like, you know that almost happened. You know what's funny though is that. It's not funny. I say it all the time, really. Th- those guys get into school. Th- a lot of those athletes should not be in school. Co- football, basketball players, crazy, illiterate I mean, people. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't get into wrestle. They wouldn't get in for, I don't know, baseball. Yeah. With the grades that they have, I mean, you think back now. This could be just because it was such a small. It wasn't as big, but back in the day, it was the Harvards and the Yales, and right. University of Chicago, it was like the elite academic schools that were the better schools in football. Hmm. I don't. That's more your era than mine, I guess. Right, Kyle. Kyle yeah, doesn't. The, the early N- national champions in football were all, you know, they were academic schools. Yeah, th- they were the Ivies, and the service academies. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of scrappy gym rats. Um, so you you wouldn't have got in. <laughs> no, I've. I've I didn't get into Bama. 
Huh? You could get into Maybe. Bama. I was a terrible student, Willie. You could have got into Bama we for t- cross country? <laughs> <laughs> with cross country? Were your cross country skills? No, I couldn't. There's no way. Plus, well, you were like a 1.7 GPA, dude. You're borderline. I know. Borderline. I, would, I have passed, right would I have passed the clearinghouse? Sneak him right in. I don't know if I'd have got through the clearinghouse. All right. It's possible I wouldn't have. All right. Enough football talk. Where you want to go? Yeah. You know, pretty compared to the Southern Scuffle Midlands insanity, it was more of a low key standard kind of weekend. Big Ten duels are ramping up. Penn State had uh, two pretty competitive duels, or they had two tough teams they wrestled. The duels weren't really all that competitive, but you got to see them a little f- more tested than they have been at any point this season. We haven't seen them. Um, you know, they weren't. They went to. Reno got canceled because they couldn't make it there. They're not at the scuffle, they, so they haven't hit a lot of competition. So it was interesting to see them, and I think the the match of the week weekend was the Nickel Dudley match, and I I really expected uh, a win for Bo. I did, but I expected it not to look like that. Like like Dudley had zero answers at any point. He couldn't get the legs. Nickel was able to attack, finish quickly. Um, I don't, man, that's, yeah, and so that sets up, um, I mean, you're looking at tiers in, at 84, right? Right. And it just adds all that much more intrigue to Nickel Dean. It does. And, and to me, that, I think, I've already figured it out in CAA, if you're curious. Did you here's, out? here's what you need to do, guys, because NCAA is awesome, and they'll start at random weights and end at, desired weights the perfect idea start at 97 start with the potential three-time champ Jaden mm-hmm. Cox end with the juiciest potential three-time champ Gabe Dean against who I believe will be Bo Nickel that's how you do it um yeah I, I think that will be incredible and I think I listen I was on the record this summer Nickel over Dean got nervous stuck to my guns though and uh, I still think it's it's obviously possible, and um, it's possible. But like you said, as as Penn State's season kind of played out, you, you haven't. I mean, who's the hardest guy? Nick Dudley, right? Dudley. I mean, um, but that's the toughest guy. He so he's litmus going to test face. passed, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we just haven't. I don't. Know, I feel like we haven't seen a lot of Bo. No, we haven't. We haven't seen a lot of any Penn State guys. Period. Huh. Most of those guys have not faced. A lot of competition. So that was that was was that the best duel of the weekend? Nebraska, Penn State. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I was gonna come up. I was gonna come up and watch it with you, but uh, then you didn't. We had a little. We had a little date night for Doc B. We watched Doc the B. night before. That was fun. Um, but let's start. Let's start. The t- I mean, Suriano Lambert was a close one. It was close, and, and Suriano kind of. He kind of just. I don't want to say skated. He just kind of. It looked like he just wanted to get the match over at the end. Yeah, he wasn't pouring it on like he was against Lezak. I mean, that's his first like real road trip weekend. Yeah, you got Lezak Friday. You got Lambert on Sunday. Get ready. And I, I thought it as a whole, apart from Nickel, I thought Penn State looked like one notch below or two notches below best Penn State. Even you know. Nolf didn't tech Burger like he did last year, and Zane didn't get a pin or or even a tech. I don't now think. Now that you mentioned it, I just thought no one looked great. Jimmy, maybe just throw Jimmy as an outlier. No, Jimmy was opposite. Jimmy was opposite because Burger actually, I mean, Nolf Nolf picked him apart. But the third period, Burger had a good third period. He was nice takedown too. He was in on legs a couple times. One or one takedown, two takedowns. I don't know. Um... He doubled him for two. I think that was the only takedown, though. He was in deep a bunch of times. But Burger had a good third period. But maybe, like you said, um, maybe the road trip kind of road went, trip. wore him out third period. But Jimmy was opposite. Jimmy was getting beat up. And then the third period, he had, like, two takedowns to save the major or something. Right. But, I mean, he, he almost got – we're talking about almost getting majored by Colton McChrystal. This is true. That's what we're talking about right now. Um, so, yeah, I just thought as a whole, they didn't look amazing. A lot was made of the Far McCutcheon match. Did you catch that one, Brett Far? Matt McCutcheon? Studebaker? Oh, no. Far. Far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that one. 
So part of me is like, wow, he's got the legs a lot. He got the legs a lot. But at the same time, I don't think he was ever even close to finishing. And honestly, a lot of times when McCutcheon got in, I felt like he was just happy just to like have the leg and just be like, all right, I'm not going to finish quick, so I'm just going to hang on for the stalemate. But back to your Suriano point, you know, he gets the takedown. I don't remember if he got it in the first or not. I don't think. I think it was scoreless after one. But he just wasn't quite as aggressive. But um, I don't know what to make of that other than first road trip, tough guys. Um, I still think. I mean, you know, Big Ten schedule is a grind. His first road trip, he got the win. Yeah, he got two wins. He got two wins against really tough guys. Yeah. And I would, like against Lezak. That was a misleading score. It in my was. Opinion. Somebody on Twitter said something like, "They're, they're called Minnesota fans." Like the really. next, the next day, I'm just, I'm just scrolling through Twitter, and why, why does, why does Twitter have that thing that says, "In case you missed it" or something? Yeah. Why well, do they have that? I don't. I mean, it just has random stuff. I mean, in case you missed it. Well, why does it populate with those sort of things? Like, how does it choose what it chooses? How does it choose? I mean, this is completely random. It normally chooses things I'm actually interested in, so I don't know how it does it. So it, it, it said, in case you missed it, and it had this guy that was complaining, like, you said something like it was a misleading score. It wasn't indicative. The match wasn't indicative of the scores. Yeah. Vice versa. And I, somebody took offense to that, and I said, I told Chris, I'm like, somebody really thinks that that match was close? Because that match wasn't close. It wasn't close. Um it was it was Lezak had six points. Four of those points were because he got taken down. And one was a stalling. One was a stall oh, so maybe it was three. So three escapes, a stall there point. Was a stall in there. Three escapes. Was there, a Lezak, there was a Lezak takedown. Yeah, he did take him down. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion and I thought Suriano was people like Suriano's gotta work from bottom, gotta work, and for sure, I guess he has to improve. But when you compare him to how other guys have done against Lezak, who basically he turned everyone at the scuffle, including Cruz. Yeah, will be fine on bottom. Yeah, I thought. Well, my point was, I thought he was almost out a couple times, just couldn't quite yeah. free himself. So Penn State, they look fine. They won. McCutcheon loses to Studebaker. Got banana splitted. Here's another thing I just thought of. Hmm. It's a profound index finger. Well, we're talking about Penn State, maybe against Nebraska, a little. Not at peak, mm-hmm. but they—that was the first time they had to hold weight, right? The whole weight—I don't know what that means. Hold weight, like they had to—they weighed in Friday, had to hold it Saturday, weigh in Sunday. Was, I, I can't speak to that. They what? may have had another weekend where they had two. They may, maybe the Lehigh, Binghamton weekend—they mm. had to do it a couple times. Okay. So I can't. I am not certain what the case is there. Where to next? Where to? Well, that's up to you, my friend. Oh, let's. Oh, we got. I know what we got to talk about. Early and Stroker, for sure. Um, yeah. What you, do you want to say about? You that? all probably know by now. Freddie Stroker announced. I don't know, a couple days before Larry Early, they were both leaving Minnesota. Um, both trying to get back into, you know, Division One schools. Um, Stroker, I, I think he's he's in communication with a number of schools right now. I don't know the status of you gonna, early. You're going to put that out there? Put what out where? What schools? No. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he definitely has a couple targets in mind. And he's – I know this. He's, he's been – there have been a lot of callers. Yeah. And I think the price tag is going to be pretty high for a kid that, you know, super talented – but obviously, there, there's some baggage involved there, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's deniable. Maybe not baggage in the, you know, he's not like a troubled, troubled kid sense. But, you know, it didn't work out at Minnesota, and it might not work out at your school. Um, but I, my opinion, and I've been higher on Stroker than, than maybe I even should have been. But I, I, I just I think that guy can place high at NCAAs one year. I think he can... I think he can be a real difference maker, and um, if I'm a program, and I have a I need, have a need at 157, probably taking a chance. I would take a chance on him. Yeah, I would take a chance. You take you take a chance on, um, you know, high school guys maybe with less less baggage, but I feel like you know more about Freddie at this point. Well, I mean, right? There was an incident in Minnesota. I mean, 
but I, I don't feel as if it's, this is like a hands-off thing, right? I don't feel like, well, he's not redeemable. Right. right. Like, he's far down that road. No, Freddy's, Freddy's fine. Freddy's going to be an asset for somebody. Yes. Yes, I completely agree. And, and you know, probably the same for Larry. Larry, a little different circumstance because he's coming off the suspension. Then he's not at the scuffle, and then he's gone. So, uh, you know, and I don't know hardly any details other than, you know, he's leaving. Yeah. I, you know, f- Larry comes from a really good family. I mean, his old man's a good dude. So if, if I was – Making the decision, I would, I, I would certainly give Larry Early the third uh, an opportunity. He can be an asset to somebody too. So, I mean, to me that they have, they made mistakes. They're college kids. They, you know, good support system, both from good families. Yeah, I'd pick them up without hesitation. To be honest with you, really, no hesitation. All right. Um. So yeah, we'll see. I. It was a little gross. The. There was, especially with Stroker, there was a lot of oh. uh, people were all too excited to see some things not work out for him. Um, so that was a little. Well, I mean, mostly Iowa fans, right? Yeah. Do you think- I don't get the Iowa thing because they don't need him. He would not be starting if he were at Iowa. I don't think it's because no, 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 it's no, not no. because he didn't go there. Not, I'm, I don't, let me clarify. I don't think it's exclusively. Iowa Hawkeye fans? It's people but from it's, Iowa? People from Iowa. Okay. You know, he was a PA transplant in Iowa. He came out early and said that he was not going to Iowa. And then he then he made other comments like he can't wait to wrestle in Carver Hawk. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. And so that's where that animosity comes from. All right. I get that. I get that. Um, What you got? Oh, how about I want to talk about the weirdest duel. Missouri and Oklahoma. Oh wow, that was that was, weird? Yeah, that was that was weird to me. And you know, M- Missouri, kind of a rough little patch there. They they lose to Oklahoma, a duel you would not think would be even possible for for this team to lose. And they didn't have the greatest scuffle in in my estimation. You know, Lewis gets pinned and Lavalley's beaten and Barlow is struggling and Barlow continues to struggle and. Ironman and the weight shift, and you know, Miklas, you lose Miklas for the year. A lot of lot of stuff that really just kind of stinks. But the the way I look at it with with Missouri, you know what you where you're getting with a Missouri Tiger program. You know how good these guys are. Um, how what great job Coach Smith and company do there. So I just look at this as you know what that you get a bad week and you get a bad. I don't. I don't think there's any any takeaway with, oh, there's something wrong at Missouri. I think things are fine. It's just a rough, rough week. Well, it was, I mean, but it was weird. It was I really mean, weird. I mean, there's no 157. So Dwayne so, Lombard wins by forfeit. Okay, so Oklahoma. What was the score? Oklahoma beats Missouri. Missouri. 24-18. 24-18. Moody beats McGee. That's that's not a good loss for. I mean, Moody's going to be good, but Moody's a, was a good prospect coming out, but I, I didn't see that coming. Did anybody see that coming? No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't beat and if Barlow. you just said you did, you're lying. Stop lying. He doesn't beat Barlow McGee, um, but he does here. He uh, Ernesty pins Rubio. Longo beats Sinan. Well, mainly it's like, okay, where's Ernesty? Where's Lavalley? Where's Ironman? Mainly. Uh no, Ironman. I mean, Orbit. Ironman, Ironman, yeah. Yeah, Ironman. Um where's Well, that's what I'm saying. There's, and then there's weird upsets, not weird upsets. There's surprising upsets, and there's also guys missing. Missing and then No Daniel Lewis. Daniel no Lewis Joey, missed weight. No jo- yeah, no Joey Lavalley. He missed weight. That's crazy. That's I mean, so yeah, really weird weird duel. And Th- then at the but at the same time and people probably find this less interesting um, because Missouri's been up, mm-hmm. you know, top top five-ish team, and Oklahoma's been down the last few years. But from a personnel perspective, I find Oklahoma, in context with them beating Missouri, I find it just as interesting about their personnel changes. I mean, they put – they. 
Clark Glass, and I got tipped off uh, about this before. He's going down. The duel started. Um, Clark Glass not in the lineup. Yancey Mejia. Um, you guys might remember him. Fargo Finals a few years back. Um, Florida kid. Um, anyway, I was I was high on him. Yeah. Um, but he's in the lineup, right? Um, Maybe not for long though. Glass goes down, Barnes comes up, winner goes 65. I'm, I'm guessing, right? But Glass is coming I down. I don't know. Yeah, apparently Glass is going down. And Barlin, Bar- Oh, another weird one. Wisman, Wisman pin Reed. Yeah. Is that not weird? No, because Matt Reed is in- insanely inconsistent and annually uh, one of the uh, most one of the most difficult guys to rank. Wisman is is Wisman has Wisman has Wisman not been incredibly inconsistent? No. He has not? He has not been incredibly inconsistent. He has not been... He's uh, not been great. No, he hasn't been great, but he's been he's been very uh, of solid NCAA qualifier level guy is what he's been. I, he's, I he's, wouldn't have picked him. He's been to, in matches. It's, it doesn't... Matt Reed. Matt Reed has lost to far worse than Dylan Wisman. Okay. And Reed missed the first semester. He missed a lot of time. Well, Dabbled at eighty four. I mean, that was another thing too. Not only not only Wisman pinning Reed, but Reed in the lineup at all. That was his first match of the year, right? Um, that was his first match as a starter. Yes. Yeah. So not a. And I didn't see the match, so you never know how it happens, right? Yeah. Pins, pins. You know, they're like the most dominant way of winning. They can be flukish in ways. All right. So Penn State, Minnesota, Penn State, Nebraska, Missouri. So, Oklahoma. All right, we gotta we gotta get our red shirt updates off. Um, some a couple of articles from Penn State land. Mark Hall talking about how he you know he wants to stay in red shirt, plans on staying in red shirt. His dad wants him to red shirt. Kale says uh, verbatim when he was asked, you know, if he's sticking with Mark in red shirt, he said, "Yeah, that's the plan." So, I don't get okay. So. I, I feel like, you know, at this point, I had been tipped off. Before we get in on the scenario and the intel, before we get in the, into that, uh, I, I thought there was a rule that you couldn't travel if you were redshirting. You can definitely travel. I, I, I Apparently, because it's happened this year. It happened last year. With Miles Martin. Remember it, when he was... It up. happened a couple times last year and it happened a couple times this year. And I'm like... Wait a second. They're in red shirt. Uh, the Alex Marinelli was on it, the trip the other day. Right. In clothes. So they can do that because maybe they're going to use them. But, like, they can't go to a tournament and compete unattached and travel. Like, so when Marinelli goes to Midlands, yeah. that's when it's different. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew that. Sick rule, NCAA. Right. Like, so Can you just get a bus ride? Yeah, did you guys know that? Like, if, if I was going to Midlands and Marinelli's going unattached, well, he has to be in his own car. He can't go on a team bus. Mm-mm. Get your own ride. Get an Uber from Iowa City yeah. to Evanston. You ain't with us. No, you're not one of us. But when US when Penn State plays USC in football, they're allowed to pay for 150,000 staff members to go and 150 student athletes. Right. You know. And but Alex Marinelli, come on, you run fi- your own dime, bud. Figure it out. Uh, so Marinelli. No, Not so bold. you're getting into Mark Hall. I tried, but you had to get into your NCAA rule book. Um, I think, I at this point, I guess he's staying in. I don't think Hall's coming out. Um, I had Grapevine heard, Welch's? you know, it not Welch's Grapevine, but you know, it might be Minnesota duel. That's if what it's going to have it Minnesota. Yeah. And well, they wrestled Minnesota, and he was he didn't so. It's getting into that critical time, too. Yeah, it's like you need to be wrestling Big Ten matches, probably. You need to wrestle Big Ten matches. You need to get that under your belt. You need to get matches in for, well, I guess not so much with him, but for seeding um, and that RPI thing. But um, you know what? With with Jimmy struggling and with Cortez, Cortez was on the trip. Let's talk about, let's talk about not only if or what, what, what Mark calls Dylan, Let's talk about if they should. Again, I know. I mean, you guys probably like uh, they talk about this all the time. It's the it, national, cha- it changes a, everything. It changes the national team race. If 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 it's Mark Hall, just cancel it. If they wrestle him, it's over. 
They're going to win. They, I, right. So, but when you when you look at things and you see a Jimmy Gulliban struggling mm-hmm. and you haven't seen Cortez in the lineup for a long while. And even when you did. And even, right, and last time, last time you did, well, it didn't look too sharp. And then you have... I'm going you, freestyle, sorry. You know, McCutcheon, McCutcheon is, everybody knows, is drastically undersized. No, he's not drastically undersized. Okay. In your opinion. He's not. He's okay. Um... I mean, McCutcheon, fringe, he might not score many points at NCAAs. They might not get a lot of points at NCAAs out of 97, okay? There is potentially three weights at NCAAs that they're going to struggle at. Mm-hmm. And so... Did you count 74? Okay, maybe... I feel like you you didn't count 74. In the yeah. Morelli. Four. Morelli didn't look great against four Barnes. Without, four without Hall. So, Barnes, who's been struggling, right? So... You're talking four weights that you might not be able to count on much. Yeah. I mean, you have the luxury of Nolf uh, Rutherford, Nickel that are going to score bonus points. Um, but you're talking about 40% of the lineup that you don't know if you're going to get anything. And so as you keep seeing these matches and you keep like, oh, man, there's questions at this weight. There's questions at that weight. There's questions at this weight. I said it last show. When there's a chance to win a national title, I'm not saying we can do it without this guy. I ain't doing it. I'm, yeah. I'm insulating myself to get another national, get another national title. Well, maybe there's another play to be made. We alluded to that potentially, but also that is that is bizarre, right? Well, we're not going to pull Mark, but we could do this, this, and that. I mean, yeah, that kind of makes why, me think that won't happen. Why don't either. you just pull Mark Hall? Yeah, you could just wrestle Mark Hall. We got plans. I don't have any plans. All right, I'm, I mean, I'm comfortable. I Penn State can absolutely win without Mark Hall and Pool Hall, Pool Hall, Billiards reference. Um, so in addition to that, and the fact that Penn State sticks to their guns, they do. They don't. They don't care. They're not conventional thinkers, but and they're ahead of the. They've proven to be ahead of the curve. Why is that funny? They think about things differently. They view things differently. I believe. I listen. They make they make the right decisions. Every decision that they made has pretty much been right. But if I'm in a room with Kale right now and I and I make the point that I just did, I mean, you can't really dispute much. Well, you can you can, you can say you could say, you could say we'll be fine. Or you can say the best thing for Mark is for him to redshirt. You could say that, right? And I think that's one thing they do, you know, individual basis. And I think that's what's happening with Marinelli. You know, is it? It's not just is right, he. Now let's talk it, about. It's not just is he the better option. I feel like that's inarguable. You're not arguing if, if Marinelli is the better option, at 65 for Iowa. It's it's the right thing for him. Um, you know, what difference is it going to make? It may be slight. It could be slight. You know, he's he's he lost to Valencia, who's going to be a round of 12-ish, a guy in the round of 12. I'll say that definitively. Yeah. Um, he could finish. He could place, but he's going to wrestle a blood round match. So that's the kind of guy you're going to have to beat to place. I, I still, don't know, man. I don't know. My, the whole thing I come back to, and I don't want to reiterate this one more time, but just briefly, what are you saving him for next year? Next year is a, a I mean, I think rebuild. not starting him is just saying he's not ready. Okay, maybe, but I don't know if that's the case because they've wrestled – um, they, they do that for all kinds of guys. Cor- Corey Clark was ready his true freshman year. I'll say Thomas Gilbert was ready. Derek St. John was ready. Uh, they just don't. They just prefer to not do that. You know they. Okay, but then what are you saving them for? You're, I, I, I know that Tom. I know the Brands brothers would never ever say this, but if they don't use him, I think that I think they're saying it's not going to matter. And we don't have a chance. Uh, I don't think that's how they think at all. I know that's not how they. Th- I don't. I do not think that is a thought that they've ever had. Well, then why would you not use them? Because they don't. Because they maybe they think Gunther. I mean, Gunther's ranked now. You know, they have a ranked guy. So now we're talking about a difference in like, you know, being the twelfth best guy or the nineteenth best guy. In which he's 
He scores one more point. Okay. Is it worth a point for a year of eligibility? They, they may think not. Maybe he's not ready. Maybe he was just banged up this saying. weekend and they, they're going to they, pull they him. Like Maybe they're going to pull him. Seven hours of still water versus Maybe Taylor Rodgers. Seven hours of still water. I would, I would w- openly weep on air. It would be. What if they pull it, him at seven hours of still water? I'm going to weep, Willie. I'm telling you what's going to happen. I'm just going to cry. I'm calling up my T-shirt. It'll be, it'll be way too much emotion I'm for me. I'm calling up my T-shirt printer. I'm going to get T-shirts printed up today. Pull the bowl. No, you need to get nice. The last ones you got were a little – my standards are high for T-shirts. You know, you, you, have, you, have, to, you have to have what that root of softness. They, are, they were that rough cotton. Well, like, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I call up a, a screen printing thing in Austin. I don't even know who they are. Yeah. I say, hey, I, here's some artwork. <laughs> some artwork. <laughs> Here's a here. This is what I need. Here's and they a, give it to me, and it's the it's the material like uh, like a burlap bag. Yeah, you know, it's, so it's th- not this fine rudest material. Mm. That is soft. Did you um, just flex? No, I dude. This is default. Look at my trap's really popping. This shirt. You were saying that earlier. <laughs> speaking of, uh, speaking of traps popping. No, speaking of uh, Dagestan lights. Dagestan bulbs. Wait, well, Duck yeah, let's let's hold on. Before we get into Dagestan bulbs, <laughs> before we get into Dagestan bulbs, I feel like we didn't really put a bow on Marinelli, but I'm okay with it. We can come back to it. Okay, let me make this point. If Marinelli doesn't go this year, then next year Marinelli's your 65, correct? Mm-hmm. Maybe he goes 74. I, maybe. At some point, he'll probably go 74. Maybe not. He ain't 74. He's borderline 57. All right. Number one. Number two, the problem is they need to rotate, in my opinion, they need to rotate years. With Young? With Young. Because Young, in my opinion, well, he looks he looks to me right now like two years away from 74. You think everyone is small. You think everyone is small. You thought Kimmerer was too small. You thought the only way Kem, the only way Young's ready for seventy four next year is if he's is a if, nineteen year old kid and he grows like humans do. No, is if he goes in the weight room with Travis Rutt from April to October. Yeah. Well, fortunately for Iowa Hawkeyes, the weight room is adjacent to the wrestling room, so that won't be that difficult. Okay. I bet. I bet in, at Iowa they they lift weights. Okay. I have a plan. I have a plan. All right. So Morningstar, call your boy. You are embarrassing yourself. What are you talking about? Me and Morningstar are tight. That's Redshirt Watch. Now let's talk about Dagestan. Redshirt Watch, no. You got it. McFadden. Wrestle, oh, McFadden. Wrestle DMC. I think, hey, I'll, I could be like, mm, either way, Penn State maybe pull him, maybe not. Um, Iowa maybe pull him, maybe not. Wrestle David McFadden. What? Virginia Tech, you can get a trophy in back-to-back years. You were a nothing program, left for dead. With, with you got last place at NCAA's like ten years ago, and you could be back to back trophies. Push those chips in the middle. Yeah. So and he's good. He's ready. He's wrestling really well. He beat Chance yes. Marsteller. So what's he's won the, multiple opens. Why? Why coming into the year? Indulge me here. I'm mm-hmm. asking rhetorical questions. I'll indulge. I'm asking questions. I know the answers to. Why coming into the year do you redshirt McFadden, and why now do you pull him? You redshirt him because he was coming off of major knee surgery, and you don't know how he's going to be. You don't know. You don't know how he's going to respond. How is he going to compete with that? Let's see how he does. He's been off the mat all summer. He just got to drill in in like the fall. So okay, let's see how he competes. Oh wow, he's not quite back to form. Let's redshirt him. Oh wait, he's maybe better than he's ever looked. Let's use him. And we said, you know, when McFadden came out, we said high ceiling for him because he was good. He was tough. He's a little raw yet, but he was like fourteen, seven years old. He was fourteen, he was fourteen. when he graduated. Fourteen-year-old true freshman. And so, jumping levels. Um, but yeah, this is a year to go for it. You lose walls because you and lose dance. walls and dance and and uh, Mastriani is Epperly a senior? No, Epperly's a junior. Hot's a junior. So Zabaski's a sophomore. They're pretty. They're gonna be good next year. Don't get me wrong. But man, this is probably the best or second best team you've ever had next to last year. Yeah, run them out there. Do it. Do it. Run them out there. So that's Shia LaBeouf. 
Do it. Have you you know that reference? It's, no. It's a little old. It's on. It's a Twitter thing. Okay, so that is red shirt watch. We'll be sure. So you say pull the bull. How fire would a a Chandler Rogers Alex Marinelli match would be? Pull the bull. That would be so serious. I'm getting. We, I guess we can't. What day are you leaving for this? Seven hours. Friday. So we're gonna get a Thursday show in. We're gonna get a Thursday show in. The Thursday show is gonna be a lot. It's gonna be heavy. On seven hours of Stillwater, right? Yeah, you buckle up. Are you going to wear a vest on the show? I thought about it. Can we both wear vests? So I, I might wear a black and yellow. I need one. I need a I, – so I don't know. Black and yellow I have a, stripes. Wearing. Actually, I have a, a, a blaze orange vest, an Oklahoma State vest. I got one. I felt like wind in Stillwater kind of thing. At the bookstore he bought it. I did. It's actually a deal. It was uh, not a deal. I, treat, tr- I treated myself. It was not a deal. It was the most expensive. You, it was the most expensive article of clothing I bought so in probably why was it ten a deal? years. I wasn't a deal. I, I expected to pay more. Expected to pay more. I went into $53 it. Fifty-three dollars. He paid for. A vest. I paid fifty-three dollars for a vest. When's the last time you paid fifty-three dollars for an article of clothing? I, I seriously like when I bought a suit, one time. <laughs> the entire suit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I have a. Never mind. We're not gonna get into my my bargains. Got it at Ross. No, not this one. Bookstore. Um. Okay, so we might have to go vests out though. Thursday, <laughs> all vests. Holmes is crying behind us. Oh my god. Um. So seven hours of Stillwater. We're gonna blow that up. That's gonna be. I, so I was initially like upset that like. So what's happening is me and Bader going up a day early. We're going to be shooting stuff with Iowa and Oklahoma State. Losers. So at first I was like, man, I don't get to ride on the on the Winnebago with all these guys. And then I was like thinking, one, your boy gets terrible motion sickness. One. He so, does. Christian Christian cannot. I mean, what kind of loser gets this? Christian gets motion sickness like on a boat. On on a on a bus ride. Why would I be ashamed of that? I mean, I can't help it. It's the you way violently, you violently throw up I like do. a three year old. I just throw up. I just throw up. One time, one time, it's my dad's favorite memory. We went deep sea fishing, and my brother and I just puked off the back of the boat the entire time for, for like hours. Four hours. I think seven hours of still water. Four hours at sea. That was even worse. That was the prequel to seven hours of still water. <laughs> Oh, oh, there's gonna be it. way less vomit with me. I would me love involved. to see that. That's a, that might have been the greatest day of my life, even though I wasn't there. You my dad, my dad just took hours. pictures of the whole thing. He was just laughing. He he still. That's awesome. I, that was one of his favorite days ever. So, so yeah, I do get sick. So I'm like, well, I'll miss out on that, and it's gonna be like it's gonna smell terrible in there. It's gonna smell like a bowling alley by like four hours in. So I'm like, you know what? I'll go up. And but but here's the main reason that I. But how'd you I'm, get through locker rooms? I'm gonna be hanging. Yeah. Well, you know. That's okay. All right, so we already decided me and Martin are driving. All right. Did you guys you guys got to see go on my go on my Twitter and see the picture of this behemoth. I don't even know. I would I don't know how it's legal to be driven by someone without what, a CDL. If we if you don't need a like a truck driver's license to drive this thing, then the laws are screwed up. We're screwed up. This there should people should not be allowed to just go, "Hey, I'll <laughs> give you some money I'll take it. if I can drive this thing." That thing it is so. It has like rooms that are gonna be in like the lane, and it's gonna hit guardrails. You know, some idiot's gonna hit a button, and it's gonna go out and take out a. There's sign. there's a control panel. Do you know there's a control panel? Did you watch the YouTube That's video? That's the generator. That That's, one that you saw was from the generator. Yeah, he showed me a video of the of a comparable Winnebago, not the identical one, but it's similar. Uh, you know that like, Askren. Askren's coming. Yeah, Ben Askren's coming. So Ben's one of those guys that um, – and you're like this too, a little squirrely. Like um, you can't like hang out with him for more than like seven minutes without him putting his hands on you and trying to like hurt you and like wrestle. <laughs> so you know they're going to wrestle him in the back. And yeah, except stuff. I can't actually hurt anyone. And Ben could like choke you out and just – like you'll just get there and will he just be laying there unconscious because Ben was That's doing That's why some... I want to drive. I don't think Ben will mess with me if I drive. You better hope not. Otherwise it will be like – Two hours to the front ER. Front row Brian's going. If y'all don't know who front front row Brian is, like Twitter troll slash flow employee slash MMA awesome dude and uh, hilarious, and he's going with us. But he has this weird thing. Front row Brian has this thing where 
He won't. He won't put pictures out of himself. So, Steve, Kyle's Kyle over here is gonna, uh, or we're gonna have somebody filming the whole time. But we're gonna have to try to leave Front Row Brian out somehow. Oh come on! Don't let him be a diva like that. If you're it's, on stuff, it's, it's his gig, baby. It's he can't. He don't show himself. He did. John Jones was here the, a couple days ago. John Jones was here. As a large individual. He's a large human. I mean, I know he's like heavyweight champion of the world and stuff, but like he was bigger than I actually thought. John Jones thought. tweeted out front row, Brian? Yeah. Dang. So his gig's up. It's over. So now. I think John Jones only has like 7.8 mil- gazillion. Million followers on Twitter. But anyways, the reason I'm winning, not riding in the Winnebago, is because I'm going to be hanging out with John John Smith and the Oklahoma State team. You hearing me? Yeah, you're going to do a doc. Yeah, I'm going to be you're hanging out with the Oklahoma State team, so I'm winning. Congratulations. I mean, I don't even think you've ever been around them. I haven't. No, I have not spent enough time. Well, John W. is awesome. Obviously. Don't mess with him. Yeah, I was really considering messing with him. Just pull a couple pranks on you the greatest mess. American wrestler ever. mess with John W. I was messing with him. I'm pretty sure he has a pair of boots for me, too. I hope not. He has a pair of boots for me. I'm going to get a pair of cowboy boots from John Smith. Whatever. They're he pro- told me. I hope it's his like old used ones. Not brand new in the box. Whatever. All right. Um, what are we talking about? Dang it. I had something. Oh, Dagestan bulbs. You teased yeah. that. That was a tease. Classic tease by Willie there. So we watched Doc B finals, which won. Kudos to Doc Buchanan. Amazing, amazing tournament. Great presentation. Yeah, it's cool. I love that they just like said, what is weight class order? We will. I will – choose the best order and i thought the order was awesome they started with heat had some good stuff and they ended with heat that's what i like so that yeah, was awesome it was, but, good. it was fun to watch but more than anything everyone looked like 36 percent more strong with the dagestan it was situation. weird i don't know it was the lighting it was it, like, like the spotlighting yeah, lane, so, lane so, van anroy so looked maybe, like a he was a, an extra in predator <laughs> Man, i got i drove like, i'm sure like, he was in the chopper Christian's like, GGG chats me. He's like, what are you doing? Nothing. Uh, Want to come up and watch Doc B? Come over and watch Doc B. Okay. I get to his house. We watch We watch a match. Man, these kids look jacked. Hey, it's like, yeah, 45 is pretty big, huh? Yeah, they look pretty big. A couple more. Next match like, comes on. Right, these man, these ca- kids are Cali. huge. They got weight rooms in right? it. The next match. What okay. They, they What's got happening? These special light bulbs. What's happening? They look like they're you know bodybuilders. So we call those Dagestan, Dagestan bulbs, bulbs because Dagestan you're born you're born with a syringe in your backside. They put them on special effects. Yeah. Special lights. They, they put yeah they had a cherry picker put them on special. Yeah. Well, good. I like the special lights. I loved I love Dark Beat. That was a fire tournament, by the way. There was a lot of really talented talented guys there. So. I enjoyed watching that. Mejia. Mantanona. Mejia. Um, who else I like? Olgin's really, really good. Mejia's really patient, right? Like, he doesn't force things, but... I don't know if Abbas will ever... Abbas, need, Abbas still... I thought maybe... It looked like a man against a boy. He's still not, like, physically mature yet, Abbas. Right. I, I still think he's got great great days coming. He's oh, only absolutely. a sophomore. Absolutely. Sophomore. And Mejia, especially against Mejia, who is, like, one of the... Most physically powerful guy. I'll tell you who's good in turning heads is is Ethan Leak from Buchanan. Uh, he had a great tournament at the Clash and then had a great um, and won Doc B. Uh, B E B Timmons. Yeah, Timmons is tough too. Yeah, Leak's good. Um, the Willets. Willets are tough. How about that? Was it Willets uh, Robeson? Mm-hmm. Robeson's a truth, dude. That is, I cannot. I think he's my favorite high school wrestler in the world. Robeson? Yeah. <laughs> he he won my heart in Reno last year. I was like, oh, this is like one of the most fun kids ever. And he was like a freshman. He was just like really fun. He had crazy stuff. And then Fargo, he's hitting super ducks for him. And he still loses matches. He's not like the best yet. But one, only sophomore. Two, major upside. There's no he, three. Uh, he lost to Willits, but that was really Goofy kind of match. Yeah. He got hooked in the eye and taken down, and then he had a takedown. That, that was, was like one of those flash takedowns that they didn't give him. It could have been called. I don't know. But what you think? Of, what, where are you on uh, eye poke self call timeout? Because it was like it was not. He was not calling for time like to avoid giving 
up a takedown. No, I, he got he like called timeout before before the, the, shot the penetration. Through. And yeah. credit Willits, shoot or shoot. Yeah, I don't. You're right. I don't. Um, I don't blame him. I got two really goofy emails this week. Just two about rankings. One guy was like, because Willits goes to um, where did he go? Willits goes to um. I don't know. A, t- a, a good school in uh, Colorado, and somebody wrote me what? Pueblo. Was that? Pueblo. Pueblo, yeah. Mm. Pueblo County. I think it was Wigwam. And um, somebody wrote and said, oh, why is it why is it Pueblo County ra- ranked as a team? You you know, you no respect to Colorado. Well, Pomona was ranked and just got – did not good. So – um, so there goes your theory about me not respecting Colorado. And then another guy, another guy wrote and said, "My kid, my kid beat this kid, but he's still ranked behind him." Well, he also lost to the kid that's two spots behind him. So they need to look stuff up. They need to look. Policy. They need to look. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. So Doc B was great. Enjoyed watching that. Um, yeah, Robeson, the truth. You want you want to get into these edge rules? You want to talk a little edge? Yeah, let's talk edge. Let's live on the edge just for a little bit, if only for today, Willie. Um, we had uh, so watching Sam Stoll. Sam Stoll is he's maybe maybe wrestling's Shaquille O'Neal, perhaps in that you have to officiate him differently than anyone else. I don't know. Uh, not not that he's like as dominant as Shaq was, at least not at this point. But he pushes you around. He moves you around. If you're not, if Hard you're to stand not in there with him, if you are not on his level or just slightly below his level, he is going to just put you where he wants you. So, watching this Michigan State match, it's so crazy. Like it comes out right away. He's moving the guy. The guy backs straight out of bounds. They go out of bounds. Action. They do it again. Action. He does it again. They hit him for stalling. Like. This is where the push stall is like it kind of breaks my brain a little bit because, yeah, okay, you want to let him in bounds, but why are we on the edge right now? For what? Why are we on the edge? Well, he, because your guy backed out to the edge. So uh, we talked about this two years ago. This was going to happen, yeah. and it happened with Stoll. Now Stoll still stalled the kid out of the match with edge stall rules, but the application was so inconsistent the whole time. They were going action. I mean, stalls, stalls. The same thing happened. Wrestling him to the edge, shooting on the edge, action. It's like, it's like, it's like stole. That they didn't call stalling on stole because he shot on the edge. If he would have just pushed him out, yeah, it could have been stalling. But because he shot him out, it was action. Well, I just felt like the same basic action, the same things happened fourteen times, let's say, and you got three different calls throughout. Now you got, for the most part. It was stalling against the Michigan State kid. But there were some other times where it's like, why is that action? Why would that be action? It's just – and these are the situations that we're, we're going to find ourselves in time and, and time then, again um, with these edge rules. I don't, I don't like it. I know. I, they should put in a push-out. Call it a day. Yeah. Put, uh, it, put it in. Put it in. It's I, not – because then it's not <laughs> – the, the, the problem is – well, I guess in this case the problem is the application of it. But the problem, the problem is referees. They don't, they don't want referees to make subjective calls. So let's make so, everything so, so, so subjective. So you, you know, nobody ever calls stalling anymore. Nobody not ever on the stalling. mat. Not on the mat. They want the cute. They have to call the cute little. They, I mean, they don't even call. They don't even call stalling on your feet unless it's an edge rule stalling. Essentially, they don't call it. So a couple years ago, they just, they decided. I mean, this is the stupidest thing. A couple years ago, they literally had a referees meeting, and they said, "We're not calling stalling. We're not. We're not going to do it." I mean, they literally said this in the meeting: "Is that you know they don't they don't want to they don't want to do it? They they end up the referees end up arguing with the coaches about subjective stallings, and so you've what you've seen is progressively they've tried to remove subjective calls. And a couple years after saying they're not going to call stalling, they came out with this edge rules." which is meant to, again, lessen the subjectivity. Why don't you just go full scale? I know that you're worried about the backlash from, from 
folk style purists that say, "Oh, you're making it just you're making it just free. You're making folk style freestyle with a push out." Um, well, what is this? What are we watching well, right now? You want to remove the subjectivity? Then remove the subjectivity and make it a push out. If you go out of bounds, it's a point. I mean, if right, it's you're removing the subjectivity. Exactly what you want to do with the stall calls. And for the people that say you're just, this is how stupid people are. They go, oh well, if you if you put in a um, push out point, you're just making it like freestyle. You're just making folk style freestyle. Uh, listen, t- 15 years ago there wasn't a push out point. Right? Freestyle. There wasn't. Yeah. There wasn't a push. You can back out. I mean, you can watch t- 2004 Olympics. Right. You can watch. Right. So don't say that you're making it like freestyle. Say that freestyle made a rule that benefits wrestling, and say yes, we want to do that too. Yeah, because we're they they saw the trend of guys just backing just out backing without out. any. There's a problem backing out. Uh, say, talk all you want about FILA and UWW. Seriously, they, that was a good rule that they implemented. NCAA yeah. still refuses to implement that. And, and instead, they put their the officials in a no win situation in a situation where. You, you get disingenuous stall calls. We get confusing stall calls where you try to explain it to a fan. I'm on the broadcast. I watch Gabe Dean shoot 67 shots on Nolan Boyd and then get hit for stalling when he's outworked this guy. What a country, I said. What a country, you said. It, I, I was just like, what do you say? This, you can outwork someone so much. You can outrisk someone, which I think is important. I think val- uh, valuing risk is important. And I think we're saying don't risk. I think we're saying when, when you don't hit guys on their feet when they're not shooting and another guy's taking a lot of shots, I think you're not valuing risk. And you're not valuing action, which is what people like. Ultimately, you would have you would have officials with the competence and the stones enough to call it the way it should be. You're not going to get that. You're not going to get that to the, to the extent that they have a meeting and they said we're not doing it. Yeah. So just do the next thing. Yeah, step take, out. Take and you don't person. lose. And I think the thing is, you don't lose action on the edge necessarily. How many, uh, you know, edge takedowns are we really getting right now? Anyways, you can score takedowns on the edge in freestyle all the same. So yeah, I, I don't see know, it in freestyle. What are we? I don't know what, what we're. Are we scared of? What are we losing in this process by implementing a step out? Other than clarity to our rule set, other than forcing action in the middle. And you know what's going to happen? Guys are going to be end up taking shots on the edge, and we're going to have real action really, on the edge. Yeah. Not guys backing out, trying to circle in. Well, did he try to circle in? Well, did he let him circle back in? He tried to circle back in, but the guy didn't let him in, so that's stalling on him. Yeah, these are the, That's what we're talking about right now. That's literally the conversation that the ref has to have in his own head when he backed out of bounds. Or, but he tried to circle in, but he wouldn't let him circle in. circle right here. Uh-huh. And this guy's leg goes here. And that's a point. Unless and then the someone, conversation's over. And then that's really easy. But we want to – I don't know. I mean, I hopefully – and I really think it, it depends on the coaches. The coaches have to watch this and be like, come on. All right, let's move on. Because we're not going to make make that change. Yeah. It's not going to be up to us. It's the officials and the coaches. It's up to the man in the mirror. <laughs> I'm asking him to change his ways. You know, that's what I'm. That's what I'm starting with. Um, so yeah, those rules, other rules. A controversial moment in the in the Michich versus um, Clark match. Please tell me you watched this match, Willie. I did not see this. What are you talking about? I mean, Corey Clark. So he's a two-time finalist for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Aware, aware of Corey um, Clark. He's 125 as a freshman. He actually beat uh, Jesse Delgado as a true freshman. Interestingly, anyways, pretty good wrestler. Turns out. So he's back, been out with injury. He's got Stefan Micic, um, pretty tough guy in his own right, junior world bronze medalist, you may remember. Now, right. at, now at Michigan. Anyways, close match, and um, Clark's on top. Clark, he basically never lets anyone up, ever. Not that people don't escape, but he will never like voluntarily let you up. So he's trying for riding time against Micic. Micic comes out to the side. We're going to talk about wrestling you didn't watch. I I mean, I'm not going to watch every match in America. Neither are you. I, I Cl- watched, Clark Meechich is must watch. I watched Illinois versus Maryland. But you didn't watch Clark Meechich. I didn't. Well, I didn't have the opportunity to watch it. Zip it. You missed. There was. A, if you would have saw this one, we can't talk about this. Idris White, Emery Parker. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, you're talking about Idris White, Emery Parker. I'm talking about Clark Meechich. Anyways, what happens is to the viewers at home that watched because you love wrestling. Just kidding, Willie. You love wrestling too. 
Dimitris comes out to the side. He kind of has a leg. He kind of has a half, and he's underneath. And he kind of tries to run the half. And if you can envision with me, Willie, as I'm running the half, he's kind of tripod, dives under, okay, does Corey Clark, and gets the leg. But he's kind of sort of caught on his back for just a moment. And this caught got wrestling Twitter all all a Twitter, you could say. All a flutter. Uh, advocating for loss of control or a reversal for Micic, which would which would change the match, which would put him either ahead or um, in a position where he wouldn't lose. So, but then I'm like, I don't think that to me didn't look like a loss of loss of control or how you typically see an escape call. And you guys, you have to remember the crazy thing about folk style rules. And what I was talking with um, Mike Mal earlier today, the word loss of control, you should kind of like throw that out because that's not really the terminology. You could be on bottom, you could end up on the leg, you could have a standing single. And that's the the guy bouncing on one foot is still in control getting racked up. So it's you just know what a I bad rule set. Yeah, what I don't like too is that there is a difference in loss of control. The the concept of control is different if you started in a neutral or if you're top and bottom. Yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. It's weird. So it was a weird. It was a weird. It kind of showed that we have weird rules in folk style we that do don't really. Rules. Here's another one. Do you ever see a situation where guys on top, we're top and bottom, you get to a situation where the guy clearly has one, but he's sort of still working for two, and they call nothing. They call That's nothing. what I'm talking about. They call nothing. Well, I, okay. Now think about this in terms of riding time. They call nothing. They call nothing. They call nothing. It goes on for 10 seconds, and then the guy doesn't get the reversal. Stalemate. No, no, no. One, right? One. But so riding. if it's one, but riding time went that whole time. Yeah. So he didn't have a loss of control. I mean, he didn't have control because if he if he had control, then it's not one. Right. And nothing changed. And nothing changed. But they had that ten seconds of riding time. That's where riding time's flawed. There, I think there should be a rule where if the guy, if if you're determining one, but he's still working for two. Go one, then loss of control. Or you have to indicate to the to the score to the score keepers cut riding time. Why not just give the one, and if he finishes the takedown, plus one more for the reversal. Okay, yeah. Down with that. Down, down with that. Down with that. Okay, cool. Down with I'm that. glad, glad you feel that way. Um, so yeah, we we really we built our brand on. Um, Ripping rules and officials, and I feel like we lost our way for a while there, Willie. Feel like well, folks, style, you know, it'll make everything. It'll bring it right back to us. We'll put it right on our plate. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You don't have to wait too long. Something crazy will happen. Um, so where do you want to go? Go from here. You know, we we got a lot where of different. Do we go from here? Well, I don't know. I I would say. What's, what, tell me what the why? big. I haven't um, seen the rankings today. What are the big mm, rankings movements? Big rankings movements are that there weren't many big where's rankings. Sir, where's Soriano now? Um, same as he was. He was already ahead of. He was ahead of Lezak and, and. He was ahead of Backpack already. And Lambert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would yes. you start him at number two in the country this he, season? He's number. No, I didn't. He started unranked actually, and then he beat a lot of ranked guys. Remember when he beat Darren Cruz and then he beat Ethan Lezak and Tim Lambert Where's Studebaker and Connor right Schramm? 12th? 7th. Studebaker 12th behind McCutcheon? No, he's ahead of McCutcheon now because he beat him. I'm Don't just, lose I'm Nate just, Roder. I'm just giving you sass. Giving me take sass. It, take it. I'm taking it, take but I know where this is coming from. <laughs> I'm busting your chop. No, I know where this is coming from. Snyder? Yeah. Who, just, he'll bust me up, but he won't give us any scoops. Snyder, can I get a scoop? Every now and again, don't give your boys hook us up, man. Let us know. Give us some deets. Your you got, friendship is pointless in my. You got eyes. any deets? You got any deets over there? Bracky, Bracky? Does nothing. You got none? How many live events we have on Flow? This eight. Eighteen. What do we have? We have. Oh my! Don't make him read. This is bad. Bad. Number one, Blair Academy. Oh, Blair Sim. Blair Sim. Yep. Okay, say I've ever heard of it. Sunday. Um, what exactly? What day are you going? Fr- wow. You're let's, going Friday. Let's just, re- let's just rehash travel plans three times. A- what are you, you going to be doing there Friday? 
Friday, we'll just get there in the evening. We're just hanging out? We're just going to hang. Are you going to go to Applebee's? Listen, if you ever go to Stillwater... <laughs> we're talking about Stillwater Applebee's. Applebee's, right it's like Restaurant Row there, right? You got, you got, you know, your, your chain restaurants, like mm-hmm. Applebee's, which is where I always hang out. Me and Kyle Bracky, I mean, Kyle, we should be like honorary guests there or something. They don't treat us the way they should. They don't, you're not properly appreciated. But then you have what? What is like the propri- What is the local Mojos, Eskimo Joes, Mojos? Yeah, Eskimo Joes, Eskimo Steves. There's like four es- different Eskimos, and they all serve the same. <laughs> no, there's not multiple Eskimos. Yeah, it's there's really Eskimo confusing. Joes, there's Mojos, and there's something Joes, right? But then that's all like a local. It's good, good stuff. Independence. Can you give me the the Yelp reviews on those while we're at it? Well, you got to try. You know, what do you think about uh, Ohio State account? Jose Rodriguez got. Can we talk about McAllisters? No, I don't like that place. You don't like McAllisters? That is mm-hmm. a Stillwater tradition. You take it back. I don't like. You take it back. You get these soggy sandwiches. False. Soggy. Wrong. They're soggy. Wrong. Me and Kyle Bradkey go there twice a year. You go soup, half soup, half sandwich. The sandwiches are are the lettuce and tomato soak the bread. And I'm sorry this, that you had a bad experience July, there, but every time, is, every is time, glorious. well, you can go there with my wife and her friends. That's where they like. I don't like that place. Get you a big tea. I will go there with. I went there. I went to the one in Laramie once with LJ. This dude ordered seven sandwiches. He is a monster. LJ should be, LJ misses calling as a competitive eater. He is a monster. It just doesn't stop. Uh, he like went up there and I was like, he went first and I was like, did you? Was that? Did you order for both of us? He's like, <laughs> both no, of us? No, that's just me. Just hungry. I, I got that. Big eater. Big uh, big eating guy out of out of Michigan, then Wyoming. Now, what are you yeah. blabbering? Are you talking about wrestling? I'm talking. I'm trying to. What are you talking you, about? You want to talk about McAllisters? I want to talk about Jose Rodriguez loses to to Jimenez. Um, Bad, big. How'd that happen? Bigly. Yeah, I don't know. J Rod was off to such a hot start. I don't know though. You know, you don't watch a match nowadays. And with the four point near fall, it could, he could have got like two like cheap tilts. And, I, I'm not saying that's what happened. I mean, he lost by 12. He lost by 12. He, got <laughs> he lost by 12. He got cheap tilt at 17. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of, a lot yeah, of cheap tilt. Yeah, uh, So I don't know. So uh, Ohio. Fretwell goes Yanni Jimenez. He goes soft J on both. Soft J on both. That's that's interesting. I think um, a lot of questions about Ohio State, you know, Miles Martin. Um, what are they going to look like? What do they need from Miles to stay in that, that title conversation? I think. Miles has to be a, a top four guy because I I just don't think Jose's ready to give meaningful points. Um, are they in like a similar situation? He could. I mean, he okay, he could he could get points, but he also could not get anything. Yeah. Right, he also could score two points. Um, but then they're they're missing a bunch too, right? Like their holes are more pronounced than Penn State's, in my opinion. Well, at least at sixty-five. You don't know what you're going to get at twenty-five. You're going to you. You're going to get a fringe at twenty-five. You're going to get a fringe at forty-one. You're going to get fifty-seven's looking like nothing. Fifty-seven and sixty-five. Jake right? Ryan's falling off the map. Jake Ryan's not wrestling well. Cody Bircher. Um, yeah, you yeah. can't you can't give up that many weights like they are right now. Um, I I don't and know. Then, and then right now, Miles. I mean, you know, Miles. Miles could be Miles, but I mean, right now Miles could also be sixth, eighth. You know, I think in in six could be like he wrestles out of his mind. You know, I mean, one eighty four is that good? America. Toughest weight in America, bar none. So I it's, don't know how we got on Ohio State. But oh, I just want. Like. I thought uh, we we talked a lot of Penn State, a lot of Iowa. Um, thought we talk talk a little little Ohio State, and we'll of course tomorrow or Thursday rather a lot of Oklahoma State, a lot of Iowa. A lot of things to talk about. I'm gonna throw these headphones on. Folks play now. us out. I'm gonna play us out, Willie. What, what? What? What else you got for us? You will go to McAllister's and you will like it. No, I won't like it because I know I don't like it because I know it's not. Yeah, because he had it once. That was. I've had it so many times. There's one right near where I live. You think McAllister's is like exclusive to Stillwater? No, I went there Sunday. Okay, they're all over the place and they are incredibly average. McAllister's is never gonna advertise our show. It's fine. Fine. It's fine. I'll tell you what. 
Popeye's Chicken. We, we there. That's now that's a sponsorship opportunity. Popeye's Chicken. <laughs> I hey you. It's so funny. You like recently discovered Popeye's Chicken, I and did. you are all about it. I'm all about it. I'm gonna buy stock. Can you buy stock? I'm gonna. I'm all about the Popeyes. We're all about you and thanking you for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Thanks so much. We'll be back Thursday. Stop. Don't spit. You're going to spit. Willie. Willie's struggling with his cup of coffee there. I do love that chicken for Popeyes. And I love you guys. Thanks so much. You've been like a real family. We will see you Thursday. Same time, same place. Except maybe also on flowwrestling.org for the live show. But maybe just Facebook. I don't know. We'll see. Play it by ear. Later, guys.